You're listening to This Life Explains It All. With the creators of Vera, your guide for navigating a conscious life. We're Stefania Romeo and Catherine Griffiths. This Life Explains It All was created out of belief that our life experience is our greatest teacher. And as soul sisters and intuitives, we've spent the past decade completely obsessed with better understanding our minds and our bodies, all while running a mile a minute with busy careers as leaders in the tech startup world. On this podcast, we are bringing you the insights and lessons that have changed our lives with the thought leaders, healers, and dreamers behind them. We're discussing wellness practices, healing methods, and experiences that get us to think differently about life and live empowered. Whether you want to uplevel your health, your career, your relationship, or are going through changes to your life path, this information can help you get there and let you know that we're right here with you. We believe life isn't meant to be lived linear, and no matter where you are right now, you're right on time. Hey guys, I'm Katherine Griffiths. And I'm Stefania Romeo, and you're listening to This Life Explains It All, Vera's podcast. We have a very cool special episode for you today, but before we get into that, we want to acknowledge that this is the last episode of the year of 2020. It's our 55th episode that we're bringing you guys. And if you've been with us since the beginning, we want to let you know that we are so grateful for you. And we're so grateful to have been able to connect with so many of you and hopefully bring something that's given you value and given you something to think about every week. If you're new and this is your first time listening, then we hope that this will give you a great peek into the kinds of things that we are sharing and the kinds of people and practitioners that we find so much value in featuring the work of. We have so many exciting things coming up in 2021, and we cannot wait to share that with you. But until then, we'll get into this episode as a reflection back on some of the best things we've learned in 2020. So to celebrate the end of the year, 2020, we are bringing you some of the best wisdom and advice we've heard this year on the podcast from our practitioners. We hope that this brings you some inspiration and joy as it did for us as we head into the new year, 2021. Here we come. Okay, so we're going to be taking you through some clips from our favorite pieces of conversations and interviews this year. First up is Srimati, aka Julie Pyatt. I talked about her a little bit in last week's episode, but this episode of Highlights wouldn't be complete without some words of wisdom from Srimati. This is from episode 16. And if you're not familiar with Srimati, she is a woman of many talents, many life experiences. She's known as a mystic mother, a healer, an artist, musician, an entrepreneur, a chef who lives her life completely in devotion and takes us through how she's been able to live so many different life experiences and be so successful and in her own life blueprint throughout everything. Let's get into the clip. Everyone has their own perspective and it depends on where they're sitting. And so whose perspective matters? Yours. Your perspective is what matters. And again, it's not the events that happen to you. It's your perspective of the events that happen to you. That is everything. And that is in your control. And also, there's no one else coming to do you for you. Srimati's words of wisdom on perspective and taking that viewpoint really helped me a lot this year and has been something that I've integrated. And I'm so grateful for it. She also shared some really 
wise words on what it means to co-create in a relationship. And here's that one. If you act a certain way or you do certain things, then I will love you. And the second you don't, I'm going to withdraw my love from you. And then he talked to me about divine love and he said, divine love is like the sun. It's simply shining on everything in creation without discrimination, without even cessation. So even when it's night, the sun is still shining. It's never not on. It's that awareness, right? And, you know, it was that moment where you take the 25th ski lesson and the instructor tells you how to lift your leg a certain way. And it, I just got it. I was just primed. I was ready. So I called Rich and I just said, you know, I love you and I'm sorry that I have been in your space. And I realized that I had no right to want him to self-realize in this lifetime if it was not his choice. And that my life is about me and me alone. And that if I am an emanation of God, which I know that I am, well, then so is he. Even now, even eating in and out burgers, even drinking venti ad shots, even using, even it, had he been, you know, so I am not God, meaning I am not the son to judge another person's life. And so I had this immature idea that my way was better. And you could make a logical argument that my way was better. I was happy. I was healing. I was doing all those things. But what it didn't take into account was his right as a being to have his own experience. And I think that's the thing that we get caught up on. And especially women in general, I would say with men, you know, because I mean, come on, they need our help, but they do need our help. But we get in this thing and then it's, it becomes really like a nagging and, it, and it's because we've lost our connection to source. And so what I said to him that day is I release you to your life. It's quite a profound. I said, I release you to your life. And then I'm sure he was just like looking around that night waiting for like an ambush to jump out of the bushes and like grab him. You know, it was, it was so out of character. Like I had spent, you know, years leaving him books and mantras and, you know, giving him opportunities and all this stuff. But it was really, this act was the catalyzing act that jump-started the life we're living today. It was nothing else. It was me getting out of his space. And what he'll, he would say to you if you were interviewing him, he would say that suddenly I was no longer in his space and that for the first time he had to look at himself because he had spent all those years pushing back against me. Like she's here, she's in the space, she's in the space. So he used me as an excuse to not look at himself. I love this advice and I love how she shares her own experience of releasing her husband into his own life. That's so beautiful. And something that I've been thinking about ever since we had that conversation is, you know, even in my own relationship, like not trying to control or dictate what the other person does, just let them live when they're ready to evolve or if that's their path and they will. And I love when she says like, if she can love him so much now, then that says a lot, even when he's doing all of those things. Yeah. And I think the other side of that is also not try to save them from mm -hmm. themselves. When someone you know and love, whether it's a relationship or someone in your life is 
displaying behavior that you think is self-destructive, it's not your job to save them because only they can save themselves. And I think that's mm-hmm. really beautiful. Okay. Next up, we have Megan Wallace-James. She is episode 38. Megan Wallace-James is an LA-based feng shui consultant with a modern take on the practice. And we had her on the podcast because we are really interested in learning more about feng shui. And we talked about so much more in the conversation and it also ended up being one of our most popular episodes. So let's have a listen on what she has to say. There's something about when you put your life in alignment. Mm. I think we get what we need, maybe which is different than what we think we want. I found that feng shui is almost this cosmic fast forward button Mm. where we fast forward through our shit to get to our treasures. And so I had known the marriage wasn't super steady. I had known the move didn't feel right. The way we were going about the renovation, I just saw, you know what? We're very different people. We don't have a foundation, but I'm pregnant with our second kid. So, you know, what do you do? And so I really felt like as I started to embed alignment into my life, my life caught up with where I was supposed to be. Yes. Getting what you need, which is different than what you think you want. Thank you, Megan. All right. Now we have Vipka from episode seven. She was one of our first guests on the podcast and she is a psychologist and Reiki master. I have gone to healing sessions with her multiple times and she is just incredible. I think two things. So I think the the earth life is a gift I do really believe that we are divine beings and um, when you step into the world of energy, you can really feel that and you can expand into this. So I really feel like as hard life is, it is and we all suffer and we all have like traumas and, and, you know, and we don't know what's still yet to come. But I do believe if you follow the path of light and the path of spiritual practice, I really think this life is a gift and our purpose here is to kind of spread the light around for those who might be on their path as well, but they might need a little bit of help Mm -hmm. or a little bit of lift up and just, yeah, just kind of have it as an experience. And then after this life, you go back to our spirit dimension. I feel like Vipka is one of those wise souls that you just feel so calm and at peace and safe listening to her words and her stories. And I loved that about this conversation. Yeah. And I also love that she reminds us that life really is a gift and to be here, it's a gift. And there might be some people that are struggling more than others. So if they are, then let's help them and let's just all work together. I really love that. It's very inspirational. Okay. The next is from Niraj Naik. This was episode 23. Niraj was a different kind of guest for us. We had just a handful of male guests on the show this year. And it was an amazing conversation because it spanned career and purpose and how he went from a corporate life that he didn't love to becoming an entrepreneur, but then also so deep into the power of our own bodies and breath and how we can heal ourselves. Here he talks about just that, how we can heal ourselves from the inside out. We know, according to quantum physics, that everything is energy. Energy and matter exist at the same time. So a duality. So if you look at energy in motion as emotion, so 
emotions, how we feel, are really just an expression of our energetic state. If you were to change your physiological state, even just by your posture, you can invoke a new emotion. We can change our state just by doing something different with our bodies. So even something as simple as having better posture can make us feel better. Yeah. Like when you're slouched over, how do you feel? I feel small. Yeah. Take up space, being more confident. Yeah. It's 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 like that small, easy step to create big change. If you have consistency and you do it and you believe it, you really can create big shifts. Yeah. And it's as simple as changing your body language. So there is so much more that he shares in the, in the full episode as well. So now we have Ruby Warrington from episode four. Her episode was released right at the beginning of January last year in 2020. She's a thought leader. She's an author, an entrepreneur, and she really inspired me to change my own relationship with alcohol. So here she is. On the inside, I suffered a lot of anxiety. I doubted myself a lot. And the hangovers were just like, got worse and worse and worse. Mm. And it just began to feel like, why am I using this substance, which I know is contributing to my anxiety, which was a deeper kind of like existential disease, which I addressed by starting the newness and starting to put more of the work I really cared about out into the world. But as I began to go through that process, I realized that alcohol was going to impede me from actually having the confidence and the energy and the passion to really pursue on following through on my dreams and on following through on my life. Next up is Amanda Blair. She was on episode 28. She's an attachment style expert and she's a relationship and manifestation coach. She works with the 2 Magnetic program that a lot of us know about. This is a topic that really resonated with you guys learning about relationships, attachment styles. Whenever we've touched on the topic of relationships, that's been really resonant. And I think that it makes sense. We're all navigating our relationships all the time. It's never too late. You're never too old. Like we need to get away from this idea that like there are these like time boxes or, you know, milestones and then you go to the next one because I think that like it's the same thing. It's like the same idea or the same kind of theory as is applied to like we don't want to like live for the weekend or live for retirement. Like oh, just until I do this, then I'll like be done. Then I can relax. Like let's live our lives in a way where we're not waiting to reach the milestone so that finally we can take a breath. Like let's live a life where we can take a breath every day. Then you won't enjoy it when you're actually getting those things and doing those things because you'll be like, the next thing I need to get the next thing I need to do the next thing. And so your satisfaction and your happiness and your fulfillment is always outside of you. You have to pull that in. You know, we were kind of talking about that earlier, but same rules apply. I actually was, I had a conversation with a dude not that long ago and he was asking me, I'm 35. And so he was asking me about children. And I was like, yeah, I definitely want them. Not right now though. Like it's still a couple of years off for me. And he was like, oh, well, you better get on it because your eggs are getting old and you know, they're dying. And I was like, I reject everything you just said. You will not scare me or my ovaries into thinking I need to have a kid right now. Like, is that how it's traditionally done that people have kids younger and that that is how our biology works traditionally? Yes. But do I believe that I can have a kid, you know, at 38, 39, 40? Yes. Do I believe that might be harder? Yes. If I can't 
actually have a child on my own? Will I adopt? Yes. So do I need to worry about it? No. I'm still not going to let it make me fearful of if I don't have a kid right now, then I'm not going to have children. So I need to settle so that I can get this done. Like it's not something I'm checking off. You know, when you are, you're starving, you're starving. And so you sit down at a table and it's like a beautifully laid out table with like place settings and candles and all the things. And what's on your plate is saltine crackers and like not even a full saltine cracker, but like crumbs of a saltine cracker. And you're, you're really hungry, right? And you want a meal. You want something that's going to nourish you and, and really satiate you. But there's such temptation to be like, well, I'll just eat this now. And that's settling, right? I'll just eat this now. Wait for that meal that is going to you so that you can actually be full. Amanda is great. I think she makes some really valid points about not living on a specific timeline. You can have kids later on. There are so many options if that's what you want, or if you don't want to have kids at all, that's totally fine too. And never, ever, ever settle. There's always going to be something better out there for you. Okay. So if you've been with us, you know that at the end of every episode, this being This Life Explains It All, we ask every guest what life experience has been their greatest teacher. Here are some of those life experiences shared that really stood out to us and were memorable for us this year. First up is our personal astrologer, who you also hear on the monthly Look Aheads, Cassandra Joan Butler. This is from episode 17. Every time I've hit a big roadblock, when I simply surrender to the cycle and the faith of the cycles of astrology, things turn around. So one of the things I live by, this too shall pass. This too shall pass. Okay, next up we have Natalia Benson from episode 13. She is a women's empowerment coach, a modern mystic, and astrologer. And a wonderful friend to Vera. She's been such a great supporter of us from the beginning. Maybe a more general space, really learning how to be alone. Like I really, in my 20s, like I wanted so deeply to be in a relationship and I just wasn't. And I really had to face myself. Like I remember there was this one moment where I was dating this guy who was also an Aries like me and he just would not be with me. Like he just was, we were like intimate and all of the things and he just wouldn't commit to me. And I remember driving home from his place one afternoon and I was crying so hard. I like couldn't breathe. And I was like, God, like, what is this? Like, why do I have to be alone? And and this one was significant as well because this was within like many years of being so single, like from my uh, previous relationship, like many years earlier. And I just remember going home and just opening up this conversation with the universe and my higher self. And those were some very deep times of suffering because I really suffered from abandonment issues and I was very afraid of being alone. But I really learned how to stand on my own two feet. And now that I am where I am and I am so in love and in such a supportive, powerful, empowering relationship, I'm so grateful for those times where like 
these people who were not meant for me, quote unquote, rejected me so I could stay on my path. I built a very successful business because of those moments. And I built not only that, but a really successful, deeper relationship to myself. And sometimes when we don't get what we want, it's the greatest blessing. So we have to remember that. Next up is Allison Rice from episode 22. We talked about career, finding true self, and so much more. You know, I just want to go straight to like anytime anything has been hard and like chunky and dark, they have been my biggest opportunities for evolution. If I get specific about it, certainly my relationship with loss and particularly pregnancy loss and experiencing grief in all of its different shapes and the way it comes and flows and goes away and comes back. And I think that's been um, probably the most growing experience I've had. And I guess reflecting on what we first started talking about was having this deep understanding that every experience I have is relevant to my own evolution. And so pregnancy loss and, you know, being challenged on that, like with fertility, and I'm still kind of getting around how I'm talking about that. It's relevant for me. And I feel a bit of sadness for myself because I'm like, no, that can't be right. This is not my story. But I think part of the piece I found is going again, well, how, how quickly are you going to move into acceptance and surrender? versus how long are you going to stay in suffering and why is this happening to me and I'm this victim? Because all of this knowledge, this spiritual knowledge, this self-inquiry, it only exists in its embodiment. So we can know all of this spiritual stuff and spout it and be like, oh yeah, I'm so great. I know all this stuff. But unless we're actually getting opportunities and experiences that allow us to embody the knowledge and experience the knowledge, then it's useless. And so I have been thinking a lot about loss and going, wow, what an amazing opportunity for me to put this work into practice. And so that is making me a better coach, a better teacher, a better leader, a better creator. And so it's just the most relevant thing for me because I think Partly my reflection is because I am evolving so rapidly, this is the thing like the more we elevate our state of consciousness and the more we do this work, oftentimes the harder things become. (laughs) And that doesn't, I don't want that to be a deterrent to anyone to be like, oh, I'll just stay in my individualized self and my not self where everything, you know, feels happy and fine. But it is true to say that, you know, the more access we have to this knowledge and the more understanding we have, then our experiences will meet us at that frequency. And so that's kind of terrifying sometimes because you're like, oh, what else is coming for me? (laughs) But we have the tools and the resources and the belief system, right, to be able to move through it and, and move into acceptance. So yeah, I would say that's probably been my biggest sort of teacher, what's taught me the most certainly about the existence of things and the relevancy of things. What's really interesting about these so far is that the responses all have to do with dealing with a really challenging situation as they're being their greatest teacher. Yeah, I think it's 
really important to remember and reflect back on that. I think even beyond what we're sharing in this episode, almost every time we ask someone this entire year, they shared something like that, that came out of something really difficult. And it's a great reminder if anyone right now is feeling like they're going through a difficult time or feeling lost, that there is a purpose to the way that you're feeling right now. And on the other side of it, you'll be able to look back at how much it taught you and how much you grew from it. Exactly. In every single example, it put them on a completely different life path that they never imagined. And it's so much better than the previous one. So always remember that if you're going through a hard time right now, I certainly do. And even reflecting back when I had gone through some hard things. So it's always a nice remembrance. Okay, so now we have Erin Lovell Veringer from episode six. This is one of our most popular episodes, and she talks all about gut health, the gut brain, all different supplements and herbs that we can take to support our mental and physical health. She's an herbalist, she's a nutritionist, and an author. I actually believe my greatest teacher has been the most challenging times I've been through. Like, you know, the times when you're in the mud, in the trenches, it is like so hard yeah. and you're wondering if everything's, you know, ever going to get better or, you know, change. And I really feel like from those times I have had the biggest breakthroughs and the most like amazing, like golden nuggets have like come from those experiences. So for me, yeah. And that, that that's it. And I'm always telling people that because I get to see people generally in their most vulnerable like they're in the trenches, those times that's so vulnerable. So I feel like I've been able to really, I believe that and embody that myself and hopefully be able to cheer other people through those experiences. That's beautiful. Yeah. I completely agree with that. Jada Spitalak from episode 39, a trained psychologist and a holistic practitioner had some really beautiful words to share with us on her life experience. Falling in love and meeting my husband and deciding to be in a interracial marriage has been like the greatest teacher for me. Being in a partnership where we're sharing cultures and sharing cultural practices together and then being from two different countries and living with each other in both respective countries has been so amazing. And I'm very fortunate in that my partnership is really just so healthy you know, knock on wood, we communicate so well. And I truly believe that we've learned so much from each other's culture and having that shared experience. And um, it's broadened both of our perspectives so much. And it's made both of us, or well, I can only speak to myself, but it's made me such an open-minded person. And I truly think that I wouldn't have been able to take the risks that I've been able to take during my lifetime unless I wasn't unless I had met my partner. You know, I come from a very traditional South Asian Indian background where I was, you know, my parents sacrificed for me. And it was like a typical immigrant story into America, right? Like I was growing up being American, but also heavily being Indian. And, you know, being taught to like, just conform and do what's right and go unnoticed. Mm. And, you know, so like, getting a job and just going through the motions was was the best thing to do. And and my parents did a great job. They they gave me so much education and I'm forever grateful. But when I met my husband's family, they were like risk takers and like, you have this idea, go do it. Like backing me a hundred percent being like, it's amazing to create something. And like, I think that there was just this nervousness in my family for that. So 
I don't think I was able to go on the journey that I've been on and to create the company that I've created or to have any of these experiences that I've had unless it was for our us coming together. And last, we have Ainsley McLeod from episode 30. He's an award-winning author, a past life regressionist, and a reluctant psychic. The experience is not the lesson. The lesson is what you draw from the experience. And there's always a positive lesson, no matter how awful the experience. The lesson is what you draw from the experience. Such great words of wisdom. Yeah. And we have control over that too. We have control over what lessons that we can that we draw from each experience that we have. But this yeah. whole episode was so packed with insightful information and just a different perspective on life. One thing that I pulled from this episode and that I heard others share with me also after listening to this episode is that it helped make sense of things that even someone who does a lot of inner work and self-development might find challenging to make sense of otherwise. And so putting it into the context of your soul brought a lot of things to light and made a lot of things clearer. Mm -hmm. With that, we close out this year and we wish you a very happy new year and 2021. We can't wait to connect with you in 2021. It was such an amazing exercise to go through all of these clips and listen. And if it brings you nothing else, please remember that Every experience and every challenge that you go through is for a reason and for a purpose, and you are not alone. We are here with you. Your community is here with you. We love hearing from you. You can always reach out to us either on Instagram at Vera Life or Vera at VeraLife.com. You can send us an email. Thank you for being with us this year. Yes, I second all of that. Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you for all of your support this year. We've loved hearing from you. We've loved hearing your feedback on how much you're loving the episodes and what you want to hear more of. So keep it coming. Let us know what you want to see more of in 2021. Sending you all our love. Until next time. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review or share it with a friend and hit subscribe so you never miss a show.